ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Canada, South Korea, in Tanzania, and in the states of Idaho, Nebraska, and Wyoming, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story in the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is allow yourself to feel When faced with emotional pain, allow yourself to feel the pain, then let it go. Robert Frost said the only way around it is through it. Crying releases stress hormones from your body. This makes room for the joy. If you have difficulty feeling your emotions, watch a sad movie to help you connect to your feelings. The pandemic has resulted in many losses for all of us. The virus has claimed over two and a half million lives worldwide, with over half a million of those deaths occurring in the United States. One in five Americans have lost a friend or close family member to the virus, and that doesn't include deaths due to heart attacks and other illnesses from the emotional stress. In addition, we are all grieving loss of freedom of movement, loss of our lives and activities. Many are grieving other losses, including jobs, homes, social interactions, and physical touch like hugging or shaking hands. And we are not coping well. Most of us do not know how to grieve or even understand that we need to grieve these losses. We just push through it by keeping busy. That works on the surface, but it causes hidden damage that may not materialize for years. 
unresolved grief eventually leads to emotional, mental, and or physical health problems. Most of us don't see the connection because we look at symptoms in isolation. We may cure the symptom, but the unresolved grief will create new symptoms until we allow ourselves to feel the grief, mourn, and heal. Grief will cause pain. In fact, research shows that emotional pain activates the same regions in the brain as physical pain. It's better to face the grief rather than allowing it to get stuck and develop into chronic pain or other physical or mental health problems. Now let's do two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. If you are concerned about violence, natural disasters, the economy, and the pandemic, this is something you can do to help. This visualization heals the earth and you of fear and replaces it with love and light. Do it with me now. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it like a big bubble. Do this at least once a day. This raises your frequency and the earth's frequency, bringing more positivity to everyone and everything on the planet. We have also been putting ourselves inside a purple cube for protection from fear. You can continue to use the cube or you can surround yourself in the sacred rainbow of love or do both visualizations. The sacred rainbow of love lets in positive energy while keeping out all negative energy. Since it carries the vibration of love, it also raises your frequency. Let's do it together. Ask that you be surrounded in the sacred rainbow of love. See and feel it surrounding you for 300 feet in all directions. It's as simple as that. As Dwan Washington told us in our first show this year, hundreds of millions of angels are coming forward to help us create hope and positive change in our lives. They want to help us with little things and big things. As co-creators, it's our job to ask for their help. Last week, I shared that I've been asking an angelic exercise specialist to help me do my exercise program correctly and how it had made a big difference. After the teacher took a four-day weekend, I slipped into my old routine and forgot to ask for angelic help. It took me a while to realize why I was struggling to understand his instructions. I asked my angelic exercise specialist to help me and I immediately shifted into a positive experience. Just like we brush our teeth every morning, it's important we remember to keep asking our angels for help. It isn't like we ask once and never again. Every time we want help, we need to give them permission to help us in a positive way only. By participating in my guided meditation workshop video, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, You'll invite a thousand positive angels into your life and connect with the angelic part of yourself that's still in heaven. You can participate when it fits your schedule from anywhere in the world. For details, 
Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Rentals. We can all use help, and the most powerful help comes from the spiritual realm. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear, which includes happiness, gratitude, abundance, peace, joy, compassion, forgiveness, positivity, and all good things. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Dr. Alexandra Sharon, who's here to talk about how to reclaim and rebuild your life after adversity, change, or trauma. After our episode last week with Kak Young, I received the following email from Eva. It was such a joy to hear Kak talk about fairies. Her passion and excitement were infectious. My granddaughter has a small fairy garden, and I can't wait to tell her what I learned about their likes and dislikes. I may even make my own fairy garden and hope to experience their magical qualities. I didn't realize that fairies could shapeshift and that they were so in touch with nature. Thank you for having her on your show to share her love of these wonderful and caring beings. You're welcome, Eva, and thank you for writing to us. I love that your granddaughter has a fairy garden. I wish you both much joy and magic as you explore fairy gardens and build relationships with the fairies who visit them. I also want to thank CAC for this beautiful note. I love being on your fabulous show. Thank you for having me back. I love what you do on your show, and I always have. You provide such spiritual nourishment for your listeners. It's like a one-hour retreat for their souls when they listen to you. You do great work, Paula, and I'm honored to be part of your chorus. Much love and deep gratitude, CAC. Thank you, CAC, for uplifting my day. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on fairies and mystical experiences, please listen to some of my previous shows like March 26, 2020 with Emily Radovich, Mystical Experiences of Ordinary People, August 23, 2018 with Elaine Clayton, Welcoming Angels and Fairies into Our Lives. And July 23, 2015 with Sandra Ingerman, Speaking with Nature, Awakening to the Deep Wisdom of the Earth. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. 
Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Mystical Experience posted in September 2020. This blog reminds us that we all have a spiritual guide to lead us if we are willing to listen. Here's an excerpt. To my surprise, the hooded wizard I was looking at was me. As soon as I saw her, I knew that I was safe in the dark woods. None of the fears, the scary sounds, the hidden animals waiting to pounce on me, to destroy me, none of them could harm me now. I had a guide, a protector, a safe road ahead. A complete sense of joy and gratitude filled every pore of my being. To read the rest of this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, or click on the link below. In addition to my blogs, check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my series on Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My current affirmation is to help us feel peaceful. The American Psychological Association is predicting that the next pandemic will be a mental health crisis. Let's get ahead of this by finding peace within ourselves now. No matter what is happening in our lives or in the world, we will have We still have a choice as to how we respond. We can choose peace. This affirmation was given to me by Baru, a spiritual guide who has been with me for several lifetimes. I have been using it for about a year and it has helped me immensely. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. When we have peace within our mind is sharp and we can think clearly we are in the present moment and can respond rather than react. In fact, I encourage you to share this with your children. They're never too young to learn how to create inner peace. In fact, I just read an article about the increases in eating disorders, depression, anxiety, and other mental health problems among children. Pediatrician visits are now becoming about mental health. So please teach this to your children and say it with them every day. Let's say it one more time together. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. This is a good affirmation to say while falling asleep and upon waking and anytime you're feeling nervous or worried. I often repeat it over and over again while going for a walk or if I wake up during the night. Now it's time for my silver lining story. As I was thinking about which story to share today, I remembered that in Chinese medicine, grief resides in the lungs. My aunt has been on my mind because Monday was Memorial Day and her eldest son, Paul, died in the Navy during World War II. Then the pieces fell together. My aunt had emphysema, which until just now didn't make any sense since she never smoked. She did, however, transition at 95, still mourning the loss of her 18-year-old son. I'm named after Paul and have had a lifetime of lung-related problems, including coughs, colds, pneumonia at age 9, and then in my early 50s and bronchitis several years in a row. Not only did I take on my aunt's unresolved grief and my mother's, but I added my own grief as well. 
My family did not know how to process trauma or the resulting grief. They buried it and went on with life. I did the same thing until my second bout with pneumonia when I was so sick that I was forced to stay in bed long enough that I couldn't avoid looking at my life, especially how miserable I was in my marriage. That was the beginning of my search for deeper healing, which included facing my grief. Spiritual work, meditation, and acupuncture were especially helpful for me. Grief had gotten stuck in my body body along with pain and a lot of other negative emotions. Bit by bit, I began healing physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually until the final pieces started to surface, including this revelation. With awareness, true healing can happen. I love the way the universe works for me when I engage fully and enter the flow of life. Miracles really do happen. Our guest, Dr. Alexandra Sharon, received a master's degree in teaching from Seattle University and a doctorate from Valdosta State University. She's the author of 14 books, including 365 Ways to Develop Your Psychic Ability, 365 Ways to Strengthen Your Spirituality, and Clearing Clutter. Her latest book is Getting Through It, Reclaim and Rebuild Your Life After Adversity, Change, or Trauma. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpologist.com, or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. While on my website, learn more about renting my two guided meditation videos. One connects you to two of your past lives and the other awakens your inner angelic light body. Rent them at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is what losses do you need to grieve? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with that Dr. Alexandra Sharon, who's here to talk about how to reclaim and rebuild your life after adversity, change, or trauma. what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session dissolve hidden barriers to your goals solve your most challenging problems and unleash your inner power visit paulajoyce.com or call dr paula the life doctor at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation whether it's individual or group business or personal attain success with ease mention that you heard this on uplift your life and receive 10 percent off your first service call 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com today time for a fresh perspective 
From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 888- <clears throat> Excuse me, three four six nine one four one or email Dr. Paul at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what losses you need to grieve. And I'm so grateful to welcome Dr. Alexandra Sharon, who's here to discuss how to reclaim and rebuild your life after adversity, change, or trauma. Welcome. How are you? <laughs> I am doing wonderfully. Thank you so much for having me on this special show. Well, I'm very grateful to have you on the show. You've got um, so much wisdom and very specific knowledge um, that is so helpful to those of us dealing with grief. And we all are, whether we admit it or not, we are all dealing with grief. And you've had um, a a long history of of a lot of grief in your life, um, which um, oddly enough puts you in a good position to talk with us about how to heal and, and grow as a result of and through um, adversity and trauma. So talk to us a little bit about your own life, please. Thank you. Yeah, I feel a little bit like uh, somebody on the hero's journey coming back with the magic beans to share. Yeah, (laughs) I'll share a little bit about my backstory so that others out there won't feel so alone because my story isn't particularly special, but it certainly does highlight the kind of grief that people go through on a daily basis. I'm going to tell the story of a a couple of years in my life that were really rough just all at once because something about grief is that it compounds, it piles up. It's much worse when you suffer it all at once. And my my worst couple of years started with a car accident. It was a pretty nasty one. A truck crossed the double yellow lines and slammed headlong into my car. And I had to kind of train myself to walk again and all of that bad stuff. 
And no sooner had I gotten partially through that trauma, but I found out that I had cancer. And it was very aggressive, stage 3C breast cancer, triple positive. So I was plunged into five months of chemotherapy and 36 treatments of radiation. And I had surgery to remove both my breasts and my ovaries and some lymph nodes. And then four weeks after my last surgery, my husband of 14 years left (laughs) and even took the dog. You know, it was very much a country song. I was... Yeah, I was very blindsided by this, and it made me very, very heart sick, and was plunged into a year of very, very brutal divorce. And unfortunately, he left with my closest friend, too. So so I felt that sense of betrayal sort of doubled up, you know, because these two people who were so important to me and so central to my life were suddenly gone. And it felt... It felt very lonely, but I know there's others out there listening who are going through similar trials. And even though it feels like you're so isolated and you're so alone, you're not. You're definitely not. Um, I <clears throat> I appreciate your sharing that. And as you were saying, uh, how I'm talking about how things happen in bunches, it threw me back to the memory of the year that I got divorced within Three months, one event, three months in a row. The divorce was final. My best friend died, and my son got married. And it was like, yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be nice if life just took a break after each big thing to let you process it, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. And so it's like, but it's also an opportunity, um, like my pneumonia was an opportunity. And so it really is what we do with life, not what happens. And and we can use uh, every experience to grow, to heal, to change, to improve our lives. So talk to us about how you did that, because... Um, you you have so much wisdom that you're sharing with us, but it's been through your own journey that you've learned so much. Yeah, I like what you said there about how it's it's not what happens to us, but it is what is inside us, how we react and respond to these big life events that really helps us survive and become our authentic selves. And that's a stoic wisdom piece there. Stoics believed that what was happening to you on the outside really didn't dictate your happiness. That's why you can see people in poverty, but with joy on their faces and people who are living the good life who can never find satisfaction. And when I was going through my tough times, (laughs) I turned, I was lucky because I was able to turn to my spirituality and find that joy and that peace within And to recover during times when that joy and that peace seem to have been extinguished like a candle. And I think that one thing that everyone can do, regardless of whether they have spiritual connection or not, is just allow themselves to feel their feelings. Because feeling the feelings did allow me to process through them. Even though it was unpleasant, there's no real easy way to, to do it. The only way out is through. Um, it, it, exactly, and but and and it's easy to say that, but if you're used to um, ignoring your feelings, and um, some of us 
because we were never allowed to feel or didn't know how to or were told that, you know, boys don't cry and, you know, just um, be stoic. Um, it's no big deal, you know, so what if you hurt yourself? Um, you know, whatever it is, it, it's often been diminished and we so we grow up without the skills of knowing how to feel. Very much so. Yeah, absolutely. I blame capitalism. Our capitalist society tells us, you know, when you have a loss, get over it, get back to work, right? And sometimes that just can't happen. You need that time to go on a spiritual sojourn, as it were, and and find yourself after these life upheavals. Right. And television, you know, reinforces that. Uh, you know, the t- somebody's... Um, parent dies or child or whatever and it's like oh I have to go back to work that's how I'll get through this well no that's how you avoid getting through it that's how you just survive it absolutely and it just it doesn't allow you to start processing that pain and when you don't do that you press pause which can actually extend your most severe portion of your grief experience for sure So how do you suggest that people um, get in touch with their feelings and and process um, the grief? I'm glad you asked that because I wrote a whole book on that. I think (laughs) (laughs) my my book, Getting Through It, has just so many exercises in it. I actually started out writing it as a daily devotional. So I wrote 365 exercises. And then I was like, Oh my goodness, there's so much more to this than that. And so it's sort of a Batman tool belt of different things that you can try to get through your feelings. And I did that because not everyone is the same, right? We're all different. For some people, uh, you know, writing slam poetry might be the way to get through their feelings. For other people, it might be sitting in nature, but maybe somebody's bedbound and they can't go sit in nature, right? So I have a lot of different exercises within the book so that everyone will find at least one thing that can help them move forward. Well, and and as you're saying that, I just want to, I think I can talk well enough now to say that for me, and you and I talked about this during the break, reading that Silver Lining story sort of kicked off this huge release where I could barely finish the first portion of, of the show. I could barely talk. And I went into a coughing fit during the break um, and drank some water and tried to compose myself so that I could get my voice back and, and talk. But it wasn't a bad thing, even though, you know, the timing was <laughs> maybe not perfect to do it on air. But it that's the way life happens. It doesn't happen in our schedule. It happens when it's supposed to. And my reading that silver lining story was helpful. And so... I'm grateful that um, it, it happened the way it did because it 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 um, allowed this big release that clearly I needed. Absolutely, I think it's it's hard for so many people nowadays because they might have suffered so many losses in 2020. You know, loss of a job, loss of a place to live, loss of relationship, loss of a loved one. 
And those things absolutely do compound and they add up. And it's it's hard to decide whether you want to get it all over with at once or or draw out the process and work on each thing one at a time. And life's not like that. Life is sometimes a spiral. Sometimes you feel like you're moving forward and then you feel like you're moving backwards, but it's all a process. I, I think that is so important is that, you know, you think, oh, I'm done with that. And then you get um, surprised where where you're suddenly overwhelmed with tears or sadness or memories <clears throat> because it's it's layers. It, uh, it is a spiral and it's layers. Yeah, even years after the grief event. You know, earlier you were saying that grief sets off the same pain receptors as physical pain. And it reminded me of when I was in, in labor during childbirth. And uh, I'm just one of those fortunate women where I breezed through childbirth. You know, it's not that I'm special or tough or anything. It's just bodies are different. And my nurses and doctors were saying, wow, you're handling this labor really well. What's the most painful experience you ever had? And I was like, oh, that's easy. Losing my dad, you know, (laughs) because I thought about it on the same pain scale as childbirth. Wow. Um, and and so, can you give us maybe an example um, from your book of something that helped you and that could help others? Sure. You know, I was actually listening to your visualizations during the beginning, and it really reminded me of a visualization that I included in the book, which is a bubble-like rainbow around yourself. And what happens when we're grieving is we become very sensitive to the kinds of energies that others are putting out to us. And so one visualization you can do is to visualize yourself wrapped with with little bubbles, each one a different color. And you can think of those bubbles as protective, but also as kind of semi-porous, right? They let in the good energy and they stop the negative energy, you know, like perhaps red will let in love, but it will reject anger, right? And so you can use these visualizations to be mindful about what energies you're taking in and integrating into your own self. That is so powerful. And we can also consciously realize that when anger does emerge, when you talk about, um, you know, anger versus action, um, and so the we can turn that anger, um, release it by taking some sort of positive action um, that allows us to heal. And that can be different things for different people. Definitely. I think in our culture, we often demonize anger. Even the words we use for it, you know, like red hot or explosive, it makes it sound like it's dangerous, like we need to not be feeling this feeling. But it's an okay feeling. It's okay to feel your own anger. And like you said, it can be energizing. It can help you get things done. Exactly. Um, and, and we can turn that destructive anger, because sometimes it is destructive, especially when we dump it on other people or turn it in on ourselves. But we can change it into um, righteous anger and and use it to create something positive. Um, this is such a powerful conversation. I so appreciate you being with us. I 
we need to go to break now, and then we can come back and talk more about grief and healing and rebuilding your life. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows, important information from each show in the chapter, and my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how this information is helping you grieve. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Alexandra Sharon who's here talking about how to reclaim and rebuild your life after adversity, change, or trauma. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how this information is helping you grieve. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Sheila can help you. And I'm so thankful we're here with Dr. Alexandra Sharon talking about how to reclaim and rebuild your life after adversity, change, or trauma. Um, I, I, I want to um, continue our conversation because you have such great insights and, and information. I also just wanted to add that it occurred to me that sometimes people skip over grieving because they don't understand that it's a loss they need to grieve. Like, for instance, if you leave a job intentionally or choose to sell your home and move to another city, country, or whatever, we think, oh, well, those were my choice, so I don't need to grieve it. It doesn't matter if it's a big life change or or um, um, even if it's positive and even if it's by choice, there's still a loss. I think so. I, I think when I when you're speaking about that, I think about our culture and the way that we encounter pregnancy and childbirth. And, you know, having a child can also mean grieving the relationship you had with your spouse before the child. It can mean grieving the life that you had before you had children. And people feel very guilty about feeling those feelings because, of course, having a child is a joyous event. But it's also okay to say, hey, my life has changed forever and I need some moments to process the letting go. Exactly. And forever is really true. <laughs> you never you never stop being a parent. And so it it really is a huge life change. And you're right. And when I used to try to talk with friends about it, they, you know, they they really thought something was wrong with me. You know, you're just supposed to be happy and move forward. So I I appreciate your um your saying that. And I I think also that sometimes some of the things in our society that we do that we think are making grief better actually make it worse. Talk to us a a little bit about what um, helps release grief and and what um, helps to sustain it and really keep it stuck. Oh, there's so much of that. There's so much of that. Because when one person is grieving something that's happening to them, often people around them are suffering similar stages of grief. And unfortunately, they can make that person's life a little worse by kind of dumping their own feelings onto that person. Uh, There's a wonderful model of grief that says you want to dump out of the circle, not into the circle, where if you imagine the person who's suffering the traumatic life event, like cancer or, or something else, is sitting in the center of the circle and her closest relatives are surrounding her, Now, they might be processing some things, too. You know, they might say, well, I'm really scared for Susan. But you don't say that to Susan, right? You dump out of the circle. You talk to your therapist. You talk to your friends on the outside of the circle. And in that way, you can allow Susan to process what she's going through without having to take care of your own feelings. I think one of the things that people do most, which can be very hurtful, is 
they can be very afraid of what's going on to the with the person and can ask questions that almost place blame on that person. You can see this a lot in the cancer experience when somebody will ask, oh, well, did she smoke, right? And it doesn't matter if she smoked, right? right. Even smokers don't deserve cancer. But when people ask questions like that, what they're really saying is, oh, I can't, I can't have that happen to me because I don't smoke, right? They're trying to find a reason why it's happening to that person and not themselves. So one of the things you need to do when you are around somebody who's going through a grief process is make sure you're not dumping your own feelings onto that person. Right, and not blaming um, them for what happens because some of the spiritual wisdom has been misunderstood and they'll, you know, say, well, you know, if you had done such and such, you could have avoided this. You know, you didn't live your spiritual best self. Um, Absolutely. When I was going through cancer, I had so many people telling me, just switch to a plant-based diet. And I was like, hey, I've been eating plant-based for years. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, and so all, and so somebody taught me once um, that a good thing to say is, what can I do to help you? Yeah. And another thing is to kind of find your own niche because the person might be pretty overwhelmed and not be able to really delegate tasks very well. But what you can do is just, you know, text the person and say, hey, I'm at the grocery store. Um, can I pick you up anything and drop it off today? You know, find your niche. Right. I I think that's really so important. And compassion and kindness and empathy, I think, go a long way as well. Um, so, and how, how do people find, you know, you talk about reclaiming and rebuilding your life after adversity, change, or trauma. So, how do people do that? That's a that's a good one. And, you know, you hear those time heal, heals all wounds kind of sayings, and it doesn't necessarily. But what time does is it allows you to rebuild. And when you are making yourself a new life, it's not going to happen overnight. The first thing you have to do is let go of your old life. I think so many people are trying to right the overturned cart, so to speak. They fight to try to reclaim their old life. And that's just not possible, right? So the longer you spend fighting change, the longer it's going to take before you can really b- rebuild something new. The other thing that I, I've experienced in my own losses, um, my children really suffered through, you know, my having cancer and then the immediate divorce thereafter. And I remember comforting my daughter at one point. She was crying right before her ice skating practice and. I said, well, what's the matter? And she was talking about the old house that we used to live in and how she missed the blueberry bushes and things like that. And I told her, well, you know what's what's interesting is I built that. You know, I planted those. I made all of that wonderful stuff that you miss. And just give me time. I'm building good stuff here as well, but it's not overnight. Mm. And and maybe even her participation. Um, in that building and, and, you know, who are we now? What do we want now? What will bring us comfort and, and a sense of home and love? 
Absolutely. And we have, you know, that was years ago and we really have built that new life. But I think what people forget, what I forgot in the moment, because I too missed that big fancy house that we used to have. And what I needed to realize was that I built that, you know, it wasn't something that was given to me. It was something that I built and I can rebuild again. That's beautiful. And I want to also go back to what you said about the um, sort of the space in between the old and the new. And that I often talk about wandering in the desert, you know, between when the um, Jews left slavery in Egypt and were wandering for 40 years in, in the desert, not reaching the promised land yet really grieving getting rid of the old and and preparing to move into the new and i think we don't like that in between where we're in process we want to be there and i think learning to appreciate accept understand even enjoy that period of time where you're letting go and becoming Absolutely. Yeah, that spiritual sojourn. We need to reframe it in our society because you're right. Our culture doesn't really recognize that. You know, you can't say, oh, I need to take a year off to find myself. You know, I just went through a divorce. (laughs) The people don't don't really expect that and they don't really support that. It can feel very uncomfortable when you see somebody struggling and going through a period of transition. And I wish we had more ways where we could really, you know, enfold our arms around those people and say, yeah, you take the time you need. Well, and and sometimes we have to do it for ourselves um, when we don't get the support. I mean, it's wonderful if the support is there Uh, in your friendship or family group, and sometimes it's not, Um, and, and I didn't have it, and so I had to learn to find new support, and certainly books like yours, Um, And listening to shows like this, finding support in any way I could that would help me um, feel good about my choices and and heal and move forward. Absolutely. You got to be your own best support. Sometimes you have to carve out your own spiritual retreat. Exactly. And to look for... um, examples in history or um, current life, you know, heroes like you um, who who are on that journey and who have gone through the hero's journey, who are living it and and benefiting um, and 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 creating um, more value in their lives, and for others through their own experiences. Yeah, I, so so many people feel alone when they're going through things. And it can be hard to look at somebody strong and say, wow, you know, uh, she's actually been through some hard times. We might think that everything's been handed to that person. But some of the people we admire most have been people who have experienced the lowest lows. Exactly. Um, I had one friend who's transitioned a, a, um, a couple years ago, but 
she used to say, if you think someone has it all together and hasn't had any adversity, it's because you don't know them well enough. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. By the time you get to a certain age, you've been through a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that's a good note to, to end on with some humor, which is possible even as you're going through adversity. Um, Alexandra, this was so wonderful, and I am so grateful to you. And I encourage everyone to purchase your book, Getting Through It, Reclaim and Rebuild Your Life After Adversity, Change, or Trauma. It's full of wisdom and concrete exercises, things that you can do um, to help you on your path. Thank you, and all the best, Alexandra. Thank you for letting me be a part of this show that's reaching so many. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, rent my past life regression workshop video, and my new one, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records or Tarot, past life regressions, dream interpretation, channeling your family guardian angel or more. I'm also available to video conference, a custom design workshop or speech for you, or any of my speeches or workshops such as dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, 21 steps for healing the body, discovering hope and silver linings, the OM awakening or the ultimate creative problem solving processor i can design something specifically for you and your group and if you mention this show you get a 10 percent new client discount on my coaching which i do over skype or on the phone when you work with me you get support guidance and healing from the spiritual realm the archangels angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients my process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind body and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally mentally and physically my private and corporate clients improve their relationships health and wealth click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I want to introduce you to Archangel Sheila, who's the Archangel over emotional healing. Ask for her help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to grieve. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Sheila, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me face the losses in my life and grieve them. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Sheila, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me grieve the loss of my job. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Rabbi Ilan Glazer will join us to talk about And God Created Recovery. On June 17th, when Wendy DeRosa will be here to talk about becoming an empowered empath, how to clear energy, set boundaries, and embody your intuition. And on June 24th, when Kate Ekman will join us to discuss Full Spirit Workout, a 10-step system to shed your self-doubt, strengthen your spiritual core, and create a fun and fulfilling life. 
This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is love. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.